way better roll. <laughs> like, love it. I'm like, <laughs> Ready? Okay. This is Haley. And this is Bailey. You're listening to Unleashed. Okay, so Bailey, the other day I sent you this picture thing that said that nobody will remember and then it was like a list of all these things that let people won't remember you but they will and things they will remember you by and like how people's priorities are so different compared to like other people's and it got me thinking how we should talk about this and you were like oh I love that and there's so many little things I just don't think people understand are not as important as we make them out to be and I don't know do you want to be the one that list them or talk about them yeah I can list them I just had it up and then I closed it. Okay. It says, nobody will remember your salary, how busy you were, how many hours you worked, how many Gucci bags you owned. And then it says, people will remember how you made them feel, the time you spent with them, if you kept your word, if they could count on you. I love this so much because it really, I was telling my niece this like, few months ago when she was kind of being a little you know she's a teenager she's being a little little short with her parents and I was like you need to remember how you talk to people like they'll remember how you treat them and you will forever be known as that yes your parents are more forgiving but the people in high school necessarily they may they'll you remember that, that for person. so yeah long. like I, I don't care if people have changed or not and I believe they do but that's how I remember them, and I know that, like I said, people change. But it's just, that that was my reality at that time, and I don't I don't know who they are now. So it could be good, it could be worse. I don't know. But there was one event recently about Matthew Perry dying. I mean, you heard about that, right? Yeah, Chandler from Friends. So yeah. sad. So, so sad. he um, I was talking to Bryce about it, and I'm like, I just don't feel like it's actually hit me that he's like died, and I never knew him, obviously. But so many people were talking about him, like it really shook a lot of people and they're like man he was it was like he was my own friend it's sad to see him no longer here or a part of you know that group of friends as they say from the show and that you know may you rest in peace and I was like this goes to show because nobody noticed the things that he was wearing or think you know all those little materialistic things or how many hours he worked they talked about how he was so funny and he was a a really loyal guy and yeah he had his own struggles but people remember him by being a good person at the end of the day and that was so interesting to me because it shows that even celebrities depending on who you are obviously are going to be remembered by how you treat people and how you impact their life yeah. and not by how many hours you worked in the day yeah, definitely. How you treat people is so big. It can come from celebrities to, you know, us to, I don't know, anybody really. It's like how you treat somebody. I was literally just talking to you about how people treat you makes such an impact. It can even make an impact like on a place. Like for me, when I'm traveling so much and I go into like a grocery store, like the most simple thing and people are nice, like that makes me like the place that much more versus when I go in somewhere and people are rude or standoffish, or make you feel like you're, you know, like you shouldn't ask them a question, or don't really like say hi, like whatever it is, and I get it, people have bad days, but I think that like when I'm traveling so much, and I'm out of my comfort zone, I don't really know anyone, it's just Evan and I, and I go in somewhere, and I'm like already out of my comfort zone, and I'm very like, hi, how are you, and people are not nice, that throws me so quick, and I remember that, like that sticks with me, like I will, that adds so much to a place where people when people are nice like you feel it like it, like overall it's not just like one time it's like you kind of 
over time mm-hmm. you can pick up on how like the people are that you're around. It's true. Like I know Chick-fil-A is iconic for how they treat people. They're very kind and sweet and funny and they'll just, you know, they get your order right. I mean, most of the time, I mean, I've never really had like a mess up or whatever. And I remember one time I was at Chick-fil-A and I had a snotty worker and I was like, whoa, it, th- it threw me off. Just like you said, it, it really does. And when you're not used to that, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. You, like you must be having like a bad day or something. Disneyland. They're always nice at Disneyland. Like you're always oh, nice. It's like, like the happiest place on earth. Disneyland? No, it's like the happiest place on earth. Like they always have to be happy. It's true, unless you're a an, a villain character because oh, they. Then I, this was so embarrassing. I got made fun of by the evil queen in, from Snow White. I was wearing a fanny pack, and this was before they were cool. Apparently, like I've always worn them, and I'm like, I totally started that trend, you guys. Except I didn't wear it this way across my body from my shoulder. I wore it around my belt. <laughs> And so she was like, what is that awful thing on you? It's like, it's a fanny pack. And she's like, it's hideous. I'm like, well, that was rude. Like, I was kind of sad. I was like, oh, man, that was not fun. But they literally get paid to be mean. That I didn't know that, actually. I, I feel like I should know that, but I actually didn't know that some mm-hmm. of the villain or uh, the villains are supposed to be mean. Yeah, if you go up to them, they're like, Corella DeVille. I remember a stormtrooper was like, get out of my way. And I was like, whoa, sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, it was so awkward. But I'm like, this is their job. Like, they're literally in character to be mean. But if you come into, like, the princesses or whatever, obviously they're going to be, like, light and fairy and happy and nice. But those are the things that people remember. I mean, they don't necessarily remember, I don't know, something that they're wearing. I mean, maybe they might. But at the end of the day, if, like, I don't know, you're no longer here and it's your funeral. I mean, what are people going to be talking about? Are they going to be talking about all your stuff and your hours you worked or whatever? No, no. They're probably going to be talking about what kind of a person were you? Were you kind? Were you nice? All the things you were saying can be so hard to remember when you're constantly looking at social media and I feel like you see, oh, I made this much or I made that much or I make this much and this is my salary and then you compare and then it's like, oh, I just got this back. so weird to me to start with. Like, why are people talking about how much money they make? I know. That always throws me off so much. It's weird. It's so weird. I also just saw something. I keep seeing these for like Christmas and the holidays and everybody talking about how like you don't have to only share the aesthetic stuff for Christmas and you know not every year you get brand new stuff and I was like that's actually a really interesting like point of view like I keep seeing all these things on my TikTok pop up maybe that's because it's like what I saw once you know and then it starts like showing me but it's like these moms that are like I can't afford to be just aesthetic all the time and always buy the new trending thing but this is what just like a normal day in my life looks like and I was like that's cool too like I think there should be both sides like I always think that I can't always be aesthetic I don't know about you but it's like it does it's cost so a lot stressful it's so be- stressful wait so what do you mean people aren't just not to just show the aesthetic mm-hmm. stuff like the presents I think, or what? No, I think, I mean, I would have to watch them more in depth, but what I got from them was, I only watched, like, I glanced at some of them, but what I got from it was, you know how there's, like, all these trending things every year, and it's, like, trending Christmas stuff that you go and buy because it's trending and it's cute and that stuff, and not everybody can buy new stuff every single year and, you know, redo their Christmas stuff, and I think that's what they were talking about. It's, like, it doesn't always have to be perfect. That makes sense? I don't know if I'm explaining it right, but it was pretty much just, like, you don't always have to buy all the new stuff and all everything doesn't always have to oh, like or the viral all- home depot christmas yeah. tree like, like everyone vi- is buying that yeah. i actually i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i totally went and looked at it but i was like this is not worth the hype over it this is just a, another trend 
And I bet you in a year or two or even three years, like Christmas tree was supposed to last a long time. If you're constantly buying a new one, like totally. I think that that was a better way to explain it. I was trying to like explain it. And yeah, but but it's like you you don't need pressure to always like get new stuff and make it better and this and and that. And you can't always do that every year. Like not every year you can do that. Yeah, for sure. Like when we first moved into the RV, we did a whole new Christmas shopping because we didn't have anything. But now we'll probably add on to it, you know, where you can't every year make it add on make it a winter wonderland that's my that's my opinion <laughs> yeah if you want to get another tree just have another tree that's different but if you're getting a tree because it's only it's trending or it's viral chances are if it's trending and viral it will it will go out of style for sure but it, and then you see on social media like oh i got this new bag and then it's like should i be getting that bag does that bag make me look you know cool or and all this stuff that it's like no it doesn't but it makes you start to think that you should have it, it. does it makes you question a lot i asked bryce the other day i was like i wonder what kind of a person i would be with if i if i never had social media because that's interesting a lot yeah i mean if you take time to actually reflect on that I look around my home and my clothes and my style and everything kind of has been influenced by something I've seen, whether it's on Pinterest and then I add my own flair to it, of course. But I mean, I think about how I used to dress and be before I had social media. And I mean, I cringe. I cringe a lot because I'm like, oh gosh, that was no bueno like at all. But I like, I like who I am, but I definitely am curious. Like, do we allow it to affect who we are as a person so much to the point that we actually don't know who we are? Or, and I mean, that's not just in like social media, but like, like you said, the things you buy. That's super interesting. And I think actually kind of off that, I feel like that's something me and you have actually been talking a lot about lately. And it, it's kind of like a spin on it. But like what we share on social media, I feel like we started to feel like we had to share a certain thing and live a certain way and share these things. And then all of a sudden we were like, but wait, is that us? Like, let's step back. Where are we in life? Like, our life is always changing. How do we share that our life is changing? Like, you've been sharing more of you and Bryce. And, like, Bryce has been there always. But now you're like, I'm going to share it more. And I think it's just, like, I think a lot of times you see these things on social media and you start to feel like you have to be this certain way. And then you step back and you're like, but wait, how am I actually? Like, and it sounds so silly, but when you're also your job is social media, it can become that very quick and can become very, like, mushed together. And I feel like that's something we've been talking a lot about is just like stepping back and like almost looking at what we really enjoy and what we like more than watching that you see trend after trend after trend after trend on social media and aesthetic stuff. It's hard to like sometimes step out of that, I think. Yeah, it's true. And I think a lot of uh, our worth and our feelings can come from, oh, if I'm not doing that, then I don't feel like I I fit in or I, I'm failing or whatever it is. Like you said, people are sharing their salaries on social media and it's like, what? Like I see people going up to other people and interviewing them being like, how much mm, money do you make? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, if someone so came up to me, this me. is so like, it's, it's not that I'm not comfortable sharing it. It's just like, I was raised that we don't sit. I feel like, right? Were you not? Like, I feel like that was something I remember being raised. Like you don't talk about your money. Like, I don't remember ever being, like, like, even when we became friends, like, and we're doing something very similar, so we wanted to, like, kind of talk about that, we would touch on it. Now we talk very (laughs) openly about it when we need help, like, figuring things out. But I remember at first, like, it was, we weren't just sitting being, like, this is what we charge, this is what we do, this is, and it's, like, I think a lot of times when you see on social media, I'm making this much, this person's making this much, you're, like, am I doing something wrong? Or... 
You know, like it makes you mm-hmm. compare and think that you it need really to does. be making more to be happy, but really that's not that that's not what it is. It's just as confusing. No, like, yeah, you know, like, there's so much more going on behind the scenes that you don't realize, and it's like you just need to like let that go. I was watching this show called Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. If anyone listens to that, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And any of the housewives, really, it's just like, oh my goodness, this is some quality trash TV. <laughs> I really enjoy them, but it's just like definitely not for everyone. But there was in the newest season, there's a girl who got added in, and I mean basic background if you don't watch Real Housewives of any of them they are very wealthy women who have a lot of drama that's basically all you need to know (laughs) anyway so this new girl got added into the show and she doesn't have a lot of money she's a single mom um, got divorced has girls and she's like crying to her mom because she's like I don't have money like these women do and today I went out and bought a Louis Vuitton for our girls trip just to have a nice bag just to look like I fit in. And I'm like, that is so sad that you feel like you have to have a certain type of product to fit in. First of all, that crowd is probably not a good crowd to be hanging out with if they find your value through your items. But then also what was weird, what was really weird is that, I mean, again, it's TV show, so who knows how much it's edited. There was a part where she got into a fight with a girl on the girl's trip because she, another girl had lost a $60,000 diamond ring and was like so upset about it. I mean, as I would be too, but she was like making it a really big deal and wouldn't stop talking about it. And then later the girl that bought the Louis Vuitton bag was like, you're so materialistic. All you talk about is this ring that you have. You should be grateful enough. You can even afford a ring like that. And she, (laughs) the girl that lost the ring was like, um, you're the one walking around with a Louis Vuitton bag. You're just as materialistic as I am because she didn't know her situation. And so she called her out for having this bag that she went out and was struggling to buy. So it's like, first of all, it shows that people don't understand each other's situations and you only know what you can see. But it's just crazy to me that so many people put so much value and worth into things and I mean I'm not saying losing a $60,000 ring wouldn't be upsetting I'm not saying that in the least that would definitely be upsetting but the girl for her attacking her about it I'm like you can't call someone out on something like that when you went out and bought a bag just to fit in and again it's like these priorities are so I think in my opinion messed up (laughs) yeah it's so crazy because it's like if you want to buy a nice bag like I definitely have splurged on a nice bag I've definitely oh, splurged totally. on me the headphones too. I'm wearing like these were oh, a yeah. splurge but it's that was for me and I made that choice because I saved and that was something that I really wanted not because of anybody yeah. else or to show off to anybody else or for anybody else like it was for me and it was my decision I think there's a difference when you make that decision if it's if you when you really go to buy something expensive step back and think about it are you buying that because that's something you've really saved for and you're looking forward to and you really want it or are you buying it because you're trying to show off and it's for the picture for the next girl's trip or whatever whatever it is because I think that's a really important thing to do before you buy something super expensive I actually remember with my headphones I really wanted these I saved we were doing a podcast I'm always editing and I remember at first everybody was like don't get those I don't like them like Evan was like eh like I don't think you should get them like they're kind of like why don't you just get these ones and 
I was like, you know, I actually really like these ones and I'm going to get them because I love them. And Haley, I feel like you even didn't like them. And then after I got them, you're I like, I did not mind. like them. I liked but they the Bose ones. But then yeah. as I compared them side by is, side, I'm like, oh, those do Totally. Which, <laughs> but it was like, I was like we was, need to match. We look funny. <laughs> we don't match. <laughs> but that, you know, like... It's interesting because, like, I could have been like, you know what, maybe I don't want these. But I remember standing in the store and being like, no, like, I actually really want these. And I'm going to make this based off, like, what I want. If I don't like them in a few days, I'll return them. And then I fell in love with them. And then you used them and saw me. And you're like, wait, those are really cool. Let me check them out. And you thought about it for a while. And then you decided to get them. But it is interesting just because it's so easy to make decisions off of trends or things you see or how you want to look and that is not how those decisions should be made and it's true decision you were saying how just making sure at the end of the day your decisions aren't about what are your intentions behind this stuff and I love that because like you said there's nothing wrong with wanting to indulge in something like I I have indulgence I have indulgences oh my gosh I don't even know if that's a word (laughs) I have indulgences I've had moments where I've indulged on things I think everybody does and everybody's priorities on what they deem as something they really like or not and I don't think that that makes a person materialistic I really don't I think a materialistic person comes down at the end of the day when you're being remembered for something that you prioritized over it like oh, they wouldn't let me do this because they didn't want their stuff to get ruined. And it was just like perpetual, constant behavior like that. And I think like for me, it was really hard for me to be able to relax and be comfortable when I had people over because I didn't want them spilling on like my rugs or something like that. And I'm like, I don't want to keep acting tense and uncomfortable and not be able to relax because then that affects the people I'm with and then they can't relax and then they're all paranoid about it. And so I just want to... I had to take a step back because I realized like, where am I getting this behavior from? And I realized it was, you know, passed down (laughs) from family and behavior because they were paranoid about certain stuff too. And so I was like, I don't want to be like that. I want to be able to enjoy where I'm at. If it gets ruined, it gets ruined and, you know, we'll buy another one. It's fine. Like it's just an item. And, you know, at the end of the day, the relationships you have with people shouldn't be prioritized over something that's materialistic. And it's so hard to say these things because I know that, I know that there's things that I'm like, oh man, like if that got ruined, I'd be really sad. But I I wouldn't want it to over, you know, what is it? Prioritize, over prioritize somewhat how I treat someone. Like you said, I get that. When like whatever you happened to you at the store when you were buying your headphones, someone was treating you really bad and you won't forget that. I think it's so important to find a balance with it all because something I actually posted today was I love living life by the 80-20 rule. And it was interesting because I looked up the 80-20 rule and that is taken in so many different ways. But I think that can be a... Yeah, it was super interesting. There were so many different ways it was like... We've talked talked about about. that in a podcast about holistic living. What is it? What did you see? I can't it was just like how it can be applied to finances how it's like I don't know there was another way like when you really look up the 80 20 rule I could look it up it was explained different than I don't want to confuse it but it was explained different than how we explain it but pretty much I feel like I'm gonna look this up so I don't 80 20 when you look up the 80 20 rule it says 80 the 80 20 rule maintains that 80 percent of outcome 80% eighty percent of outcomes comes from 20 percent of causes and I was like okay that is not how I use that but that's interesting huh? Yeah, I didn't know exactly. That's eighty percent of outcomes are twenty percent of causes. Yeah, I didn't understand it. The eighty twenty rule prioritizes the twenty percent of factors that will produce the best results. I don't know. It was confusing. It was about like I like your eighty twenty rule more. So my eighty (laughs) twenty rule is. 
I pretty much feel like you can apply that to all areas in life. That's how I at least think of it. You can apply it to how you eat, how you live, holistic, you know, that area. You can apply it to buying stuff, buying, you know, like spending time at work. All those things I think apply to. And I think that's something we talked, you know, we started this conversation about was how you're going to be remembered. And I think you have to work hard to be able to afford how you live, right? But can you find that balance between being being able to step out of work so you can enjoy your life also and step back and make those moments for your friends so they remember you and you can show up to, you know, like 100% how you want to show up. So I think if you can apply, the, at least that's how I think of the 80-20 rule, if you can apply them to all your areas of life, of course, you're going to have to find a balance that works for you. I think that's what's most important because I don't think you're never going to buy something. You're never not going to splurge on something. You know, you're never going to be able to work the perfect amount of hours. I think there's this balance in life that you have to find. Does the 80-20 rule apply to being a good person? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, but I think 20% of the time, I'm sure you have bad days. I'm sure you go to the house not happy. Like, I don't think that's a bad thing either. I don't think mm-hmm. having bad days. You're allowed to have always, bad days. Or not always being able to show up mm-hmm. as the best version of you is totally yeah. normal. But I think mm-hmm. if you can remind yourself on those days that are hard, that show, like, even if you're having a hard day, being able to walk out of the house and be nice to a person that might have bugged you can make a big difference. But of course, we're not all going to have those amazing True. days. It's true. I like that Chick-fil-A worker that was not nice. I was like, dang, what is going on in your life to make you not nice today? Because that is that is something they are very I mean, I've definitely about. had those days. I've had the days where I snap a little easier because I had a hard day. But I think mm. in the big picture, it's just how do you want to be remembered? Do you want to show up most of the time not happy and cranky and mad because you're overworked? Yeah. You're over, you know, you're not no longer happy in your life or do you want to prioritize the things that are important so you're able to show up the best version of yourself that's a good point I like that I was thinking about how you know we talk about how you're going to be remembered and how what people remember from you and they definitely will pick and choose what they remember regardless of the reality of things you know if they see something happening that that is what they're going to remember if that's something whether they're insecure about or something that's going on in their life you know how they interpret it I think in that chart it talked about if you're a person that someone can count on, I think that comes back to being an honest person. I see so many dishonest people nowadays. And I think how someone, A, their honesty level, but then also how they treat a waiter during like frustrating times shows a lot about the character of a person and also how they treat their their mother. I mean, I know not every home situation is, you know, ideal or the same for everyone, but at the end of the day, like a a good way to, to tell how a person is and how what kind of person they are is how they treat a waiter, their mother, and then how honest they are. And so I also I'm think like, it's anybody close to them because I, I feel like you know so, like if you're whoever you're with or who I like your spouse or whoever it is, I think how those people are treated, parents, all that stuff, it shows a lot because that's who you're most comfortable with. Like how a guy treats their mom. They're really comfortable with their mom because they were raised with their mom. Not always. Of course, there's a situation. How you are with, you know, your spouse. I mean, of course, you're more comfortable than you probably would be with a friend. But I think those all are really important to see how people treat each other. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. I'm curious. This kind of is is and isn't related. Okay, but Bailey, why are we friends? <laughs> Such a deep question for how much is going on behind me right now. <laughs> Hudson's a little itchy, so if you hear noises in the background from her, that's why. <laughs> yeah, he's just running around like crazy back here. I feel like because we're both honest people that 
I don't know. I'm trying to think how how I should answer this, but I can't focus with my dog. I saw. Okay, hold on. So to give you backstory on this, I saw this reel that said from this guy. He said, "Don't ask anyone." that is like your mom or your dad or a sibling or your significant other don't ask them this question because it won't work he said but ask your closest friend why are you friends and their response will be i don't know (laughs) like they won't know how to respond because they're the only person that can that will genuinely have to then think about why you are friends meanwhile but if it's like your significant other, oh, because I love you, or you know, you're so patient. You know, they that natural inkling of what they are drawn to. But friendships are by choice. You know, same with relationships. But like, it's a little different. And I think, essence, they they aren't as um, I don't know, consistent. I should say. I think something actually off that. I think you're immediately like my reaction was like, I don't know, because I want to give the right answer. Like, I want to be like, I really want to think about this. I don't want to just throw something out there. And with my dog itching behind me, I really can't focus. But. <laughs> I also think when, as you were saying that, something I really, like, a few things that popped into my head were I'm really big on surrounding myself with people that make me a better version of myself, and that's something I noticed from, like, the get-go with you. The get-go. <laughs> from the beginning with you. <laughs> from the beginning <laughs> with you. <laughs> like, I love how I made myself laugh. Um, I also feel like it was somebody that, like, for us, like, somebody I could talk to and trust and showed up for me. And, yeah, this list could go on and on. But those were a few things that popped into my head. But, yes, my first reaction was, I don't know, because I know there is a better answer if I really thought about it. Yeah, this. it's like you have to, and like, actually to think, think about it. I'm curious to see, like, what Bryce and, like, Evans and our family's responses would be. Like, why, like, are we friends? You yeah, know, because be it's, it's one thing to love a person, but do you like a person? Yeah. There's a difference because I think maybe I count. I don't know if I actually agree with what I'm about to say. I have to think about it. I, is loving a person easier than liking a person? I don't know. That's a I good like, question because I, I feel know, like loving, there's like, like this like other side to it that is. Yeah, they come with a polar opposite feeling where they can easy. Like, you know, crazy. like you talk to a lot of people where it's like, I love them, but they're no longer in my life. Like I can't have them in my life. And that's just because, you know, there's a lot of factors, whatever that might be. But you can still love somebody that is no longer in your life. It doesn't have to be a relationship. It can be, you know, somebody in your family that you just no longer want a relationship with, but you still love them as a person and a family member, but you no longer like them. I think that's possible. I don't know. Maybe not, but I kind of think that is possible. It's, it's. I, I have no answer to it. It's just like something I, that I, I don't was know. thinking. I'm like, it's yeah. a really interesting question. And I want to hear people's opinions on this. Comment if you think it's easier to love a person than it is to like a person. Yeah, I'm curious what everyone's answers are for that. I think this was such a fun topic to have for our Thanksgiving episode just because there's so many different ways to live our life. You know, this week is a time to be grateful for what we have and step back and look at our family and friends and everyone around us and, you know, be thankful for what's around us. And I think it's a good time to step back and reflect on your life also and just enjoy family time and whatever you're doing. I actually don't know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving yet, so I will figure that out hopefully before yeah, Thanksgiving you need to figure that out. But I know, <laughs> right? It's so soon. That's okay. I do know I don't like turkey on Thanksgiving. I don't like eating turkey, which is like really? I I mean, yeah. I guess I like the gravy and mashed potatoes and like all that stuff. Well, yeah, who doesn't like gravy and mashed potatoes? Okay, now I'm hungry. Oh. Yeah, right. Mm, yummy. <laughs> that sounds good right now. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving everybody. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving.